what's Appalachian. You can't just depend on public officials no. to make change. No. As nice as that would be, and, and kind of what we were brought up thinking yeah. until we had our eyes open by like, well, not, not much has changed exactly. since I was 12. Yeah. Good to be back after a, a bit of a short hiatus. A little week. A yeah. little week hiatus. Yeah, yeah. You know what, you know what else is good to be back from? 2020? Well, well no. But well. <laughs> at least being able to taste and smell shit. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that was a, that was a fun... That was a fun experience. Yeah, yeah. Wait, waiting till the very end of 2020, right around the holidays. Yeah, to, for COVID to strike. Yeah, how the hell did we manage that? I, how the hell did we get it? I still can't figure that out. Nope. I still can't I, I trace this back. I mean, I'm in healthcare. I've traced this back in terms of who we've been exposed right, to. Yeah, but that's neither here nor there. But man, it's it's great to be back with you guys. Uh, listen to some uh, podcast bullshit that we have to lay out this evening. Yeah. So uh, really happy yeah. to be with you guys. Yeah, definitely. I'm I'm glad to be back, man. It was uh, the Christmas special was fun. Oh yeah, that was. Dude, I had a blast rewriting. Uh, Twas the night before Christmas. I thought that was a good time. Uh, you know, if you guys get a second, head on down and, and check out the past episode of the Christmas special. But uh, I'm excited to kind of discuss, you know, today's topic too. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Uh, we've got a pretty fun plan here yeah. for for 2020 and moving forward and everything. Yeah. I know we're excited about and uh, kind of building upon. But uh, t- today, good good stuff today, man. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. I think it's uh, I think it's kind of going to shed some light on some small town. You know, uh, small town living, small town doing, you know, yeah. Small town's kicking some tail. Yeah. Yeah, so that's good. So uh, I, I guess before we get to all that really good good stuff, um, it's been a couple weeks. I yeah. Know we've been sitting around thinking a lot since we've been in quarantine yeah. for, yeah. what, 10, 14 days. Mm-hmm. So, Cody, what's grinding your beard, man? Dude, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I think... Um, I think in terms of, you know, I know at times, you know, this is what's Appalachian. We talk about Appalachia. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, I think uh, focusing on our own home state of West Virginia, I'm just looking at uh, the overall scheme of how our state is handling uh, the coronavirus. I think uh, for those of you that, that aren't from West Virginia, um, our governor just recently announced um, that our students will be returning to school um, no matter the color of our county, which you know <laughs> of our of our weird state map. Yeah. So to backtrack a little bit, um, our our state government has come out with maps um, dependent upon uh, w- with color your color coded dependent upon uh, the cases in your in your county. Yeah. Um, our county has been red for. Pretty much the latter half of, of the year. Since November. Yeah. Um, and, you know, if you're red, you go all virtual. Uh, you don't have students, anything like that. Mind you, this is the West Virginia map that is red, which makes it, makes it like, really dark, deep red for the yeah. Harvard map. Yeah. For what, for what all that's worth. Yeah. Uh, and, and our state map has a plethora of colors. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it kind of reminds me of Bob Ross's palette that he chose to paint with. Yeah. Um, of yeah. colors. <laughs> Without the happy little trees. <laughs> yeah. uh, but, you know, our governor, Jim Justice, came out this past week, um, and, and I coach varsity basketball as well. 
uh, and it said our kids are coming back to school, um, elementary students and middle school students or junior high students, they're going to school uh, no matter the color of your county. Um, high school students, you will go, you can't go to school if it's red, uh, but, you know, blah, 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 yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, but winter sports was pushed back. Um to March first, yeah, and this is this is all while they were justifying why it's why it is safe to return to the classroom is um, minuscule uh, amount of kids yeah. had contracted um, COVID via classroom yeah. settings, yeah, which they're sitting in a in the same room, mask obviously, but yeah. for upward part of an hour, yeah. okay, and, and but you move into the athletic realm, they're moving around, yeah. I mean, they're breathing more, but like also too. There wasn't a single recorded case of transfer of the, during of the virus season. during fall sports. Yeah. So I mean, just the 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 same thing. It's just it's consistently, consistently inconsistent. inconsistent. Yep. And I, I think you know here, here's my issue with you know bringing these kids in the classroom. Uh, and I know our listeners, some of you may have differing opinions. That's fine. You know, I, I'm totally down with that. Um, I think at the end of the at at, at the end of everything. Um, you know, a lot of our students here in West Virginia live in broken households with grandma, grandpa. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, these kids are, are carriers mm-hmm. of COVID nineteen, and you know, dude. At the it after everything's said and done, let, let's say we have kids come to school that are carriers of this, and they take it home to mama, papa, people yeah, they live yeah, with. Yeah. Um, it, it, it could be catastrophic for these kids. Yeah. You know, um, they, they could end up... I, some of these kids that, that I have in class, um, some of them, grandma and grandpa are the only thing they have. Yeah, for sure. The only for person sure. they have to stay with. And if, if they're gone because of COVID-19... They're going to fall into the system of yeah. foster, foster care, care which and, we and, know right now is... In quite a state, yeah. In the state of West Virginia, I'm yeah. Not, I'm not really familiar with our surrounding Appalachian states, but West Virginia is struggling with this. Yeah, there's and about 2,700 kids in foster care right yeah. now, just in our state. Yeah, and it, it worries me to death for yeah. some of these kids. Uh, and I know a lot of people will will say, "Hey, you know, these kids, you know, they're not getting sick," and I understand that they're not. But what they're doing is they're they're taking it home. Yeah. Um, and when grandma and grandpa get sick and if they sadly pass away, it's going to be hard, yeah. um, to come back from that for a lot of these kids. Yeah, for sure. I just, I wish there was just more of a consistency. We've been at this for what? 10 months now? Yeah. Pushing 10 months. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I know it's all new, it's novel, Yeah. but everything has just been kind of changed on the fly. It has been. And not the way that you would expect things. No, I think I think at times people look at our the colors of our map. I think Governor Justice looks at the color of our map and is just like, ah, I need to do something to to, to change this color. You know, mm-hmm. I, I need to add gold in there. That way we're not showing up as red. We'll show yeah. up as, you know, I mean, gold. M- mind you, which, I mean, we're a border county. Yeah. But um, we, we border... Ohio, Ohio yeah. on the Ohio River, um, and literally a stone throw away from here, stuff's just kind of rolling on. I yeah, mean, they're still doing terms sports. School, yeah. yeah, sports, and it's it's just weird how you get fixated on a map 
that you don't really know how it really relevant is. it is. Um, and, and you know, it's it's a it's a spot that that a lot of us don't know much about. I think. Yeah. Uh, you know, who am I to sit here and 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 you know talk science and things like that? It's, it, you know, Galplus City Schools just you know Galplus, I Gal Academy I should say yeah. should say uh, they're doing all virtual. From my understanding, but that's just the city school. But that's just county Gallia Academy. Is, yeah, you look at River Valley and other high schools that surround that. They're still they're doing going to school. You know, and it's like I said, maybe maybe these kids going to school, maybe it's not going to hurt anything. You know, yeah. uh, if these other schools are doing it, they seem to be fine, then so be it. But the fact that Gallia Academy just shut down because of it, um, you know, you look at these schools that that are shutting down. There's a reason why they are. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So I don't know. I think that's what grinds my beard is is the inconsistency that we get from state government yeah. um, with this whole protocol thing. Yeah, and um, I think that if you're going to make our kids go back to school, and this is me coming from a coach's perspective, if you're going to make these kids go back to school and sit in the classroom together, to me there is no reason why there cannot be high school sports. Yeah. During the winter months. Yeah, I mean if if that's the reasoning. Yeah, if that's their reasoning, <laughs> yeah, and and you want to sit and complain, or you know, about it, it, sports being dangerous and things like that, that doesn't that that's irrelevant. Yeah, to I mean, me, if you're making the kids go yeah, to school, this whole thing's gray area, anyways. It but is. We need we need to start finally differentiating between the black and white. Here. Yeah, but uh, I don't know that. I feel you, man. I, yeah, I'm, that that's grinding my beard too. So I know, I know. <laughs> but I guess on a on a better note. Um, Getting a lot of support. I mean, I know we yeah, had a week man. off and whatnot, but for for what it's worth, and, and as easy it is to appease us, like we've scored uh, two thirty racks from supporters. <laughs> yeah, so we're sitting on sixty <laughs> beers right now, dude. <laughs> yeah. We're sitting on sixty tomorrow. beers just from. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad I don't have to work tomorrow. <laughs> we're sitting on sixty beers just sitting here, just, yeah, just hanging out. And I, I mean, um, a li- listener from Virginia, uh, Jay Jackson, Jay and Kayla Jackson. Um, yeah. Uh, they're West Virginia expats, but uh, yep. they support the Appalachian cause, and uh, they definitely do. And uh, you know, I want to give a shout out to to Jay and Kayla. Definitely, uh, man. I, I get a I get a Snapchat a week from Jay, probably after every episode, telling me like, "Dude, love the episode. Like, awesome. keep it up." They they tune in weekly. It was funny because you know they came in to, uh, and Jay and I have known each other for for a long time, um, but they drove in from where they live now. Uh, and they had purposefully not listened to our episodes so they can binge listen <laughs> the, the all the way from where they're trip. at to to home. So I thought that was pretty neat. Yeah, that's, uh, that's cool. My my brother in law, we were outside cooking the other yesterday, um, and he stopped by and, and dropped the thirty pack off at the house. So shout out to you guys, man. Thank yeah. you guys for listening. And Jay and Kayla, you guys are you guys are uh, top notch. I'm telling you, <laughs> they're. Good people. They are. So, so if anybody else wants to drop off a uh, a thirty rack or anything like that, yeah. we're not asking for it, but uh, we'll gladly accept and be happy to <laughs> talk with you. So, uh, yeah, dude. Other than just kind of chilling out here on the yeah. podcast, do you know where I really like to get an ice cold beer? Where at the hut? The hut tavern. The hut tavern. The New Haven. Haven. Yeah, man, dude. Coldest beer. Coolest atmosphere, just a laid back watering hole. Yeah, it's, it's the best place to be. That's what I've heard, man. I, I've been there 
a few times. Uh, and the hut does some great stuff for the yeah. local community too, for families yeah, in need, yeah, things yeah. like that. But I'm gonna ask you this: Have yeah. you ever been to the hut and played on their shuffleboard table, dude? Did you? Uh, yes, number one. Number yeah. two. Did you know that that shuffleboard table is original to the hut? When like, the hut? like the building. When was the hut building there so, in New Haven? Not under the name hut. Right. But that place, that establishment opened in, it was 1946 or 1947. Dang. And that shuffleboard was brought in. So that shuffleboard was brought Still in. Still been there. Immediately post-World War II. I hear you. And it's been hanging out there ever since. A lot of history with that thing. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean. Man, if that thing could talk, huh? <laughs> the, the, the story's good and bad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but no, man, that's, that's, that's the best place to get a cold beer. That's what I've heard. Yeah, so, uh, Highly encourage any of y'all out there that might be in the, uh, I don't know, hour, two-hour drive of New Haven, West Virginia. Just Google it. Small town in yeah. Appalachia in the Ohio Valley. Yep. Check uh, out the hut, guys. Serious. Yeah. It's, a, it's a great place. Great atmosphere. Uh, great people to go in and drink with, too, man. Yeah. Uh, it's, a, it's a great spot, that's for sure. So, Gabe, uh, 2020's wrapped up. Yeah. Okay. Um, you and I both, have, we've been around West Virginia and Appalachia quite a bit. <laughs> 31 we've, years, yeah, precisely. We, we've talked about, you know, small towns and things like that. But, you know, sometimes these small towns don't start out where they need to be. Or sometimes they fall into these dark times <laughs> where... Like things it, were booming back yeah. in the good old days and then since, yeah. Yeah. So, my question to you is... You know, when we look, and we've talked about get to the point, we've talked about things like that, but, you know, Point Pleasant is its own entity in terms yeah. of how it was brought from, you know, the the depth of darkness that it was in for a couple years, you know, in yeah, terms of yeah. no business, Main Street was dead. <laughs> yeah. Um, what are some of the areas you think that you've been to that have kind of done the same thing? What what And, and how do you think they, how do you think they went about that? Yeah, say, I mean... A, a town that I drew a lot of inf- inspiration from when we started kind of our efforts and kind of doing some stuff in our small town actually was, it was another town here in West Virginia, Buckhannon, West Virginia. Um, I was at a conference just trying to figure out ways to to better our community. Was, was that the, it, Try This? Yeah, Try This, mm-hmm. West Virginia, um, which is a, a great a, is a great nonprofit. Right. They, they put out a lot of great information, a lot of mini grants and stuff like that. But anyways, I learned about what folks up in Buckhannon were doing, which is a is is a small college town. But it, I mean, just like any other small town through that, I don't know, nineties to mid two thousands. Yes. They 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 struggled just like a lot of towns. Um, but um, locals were kind of tired of that. Yeah. Um, Obviously, just like anybody else, right? And they they started to get together, and they started up what were essentially came to be known as community conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, so folks would meet literally once a week, every week, and just talk about things that they like, things they wanted to see improve in the town. Yeah. Um, at this point, it really wasn't necessarily a political movement by right. any means. It was just like grassroots people wanting to better their town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and in it, and it spurred into a lot of good things. 
Um, and, and it, I guess they became a nonprofit. These folks that really stuck with these community conversations, and then ended up being called uh, Create Buchanan. Right. Um, so they started fundraising for different projects throughout the city, working along the city. I believe some of the folks decided to run for local office. Yeah. And uh, just kind of really got their just just jumped in, man. Get yeah. involved in, and I, I think, and got stuff done. Like, is it at first? Was it like it, they they started off with the low hanging fruit? Started working up getting larger grants from yeah. the state, from the government, and yeah. uh, really made a lot of good changes in Buchanan. And Buchanan's probably, I mean, at least in my opinion, and just seeing how things have changed there since at least I was in college. Right. I mean, it's improved tremendously in terms well, of small I, business development and everything. Yeah, I think it's I think it's funny to say, you know, ever since we've done get to the point, uh, mm-hmm. just talking about small town America. I can't tell you the the amount of people that have come up to me and been like, you know, what you guys have done is great, but we need jobs. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I, I mean, get I don't that. Disagree. I, yeah, I'm not disagreeing at all. Yeah. But I, I think when it's all said and done here, you have you have small businesses that are that are here that are invested in your community, <coughs> and I think that's the starting point. I yeah, think, or, I think or you right need now, those small right small businesses. I think right now in the town of Point Pleasant, uh, just like I'm sure you know Buckhannon and other places have have, have been, um, I've I've explained it like this a couple of times I imagine you know and we've talked about this before I imagine a hook with with a bait on it and you know yeah. your your small business is a small bait you know you're baiting yeah. people to come to your town and shop and invest in your town for sure yeah but as more small businesses start to start to um, show up just like they have in Point Pleasant I think yeah. that small bait starts to get bigger yeah. and you know as your bait gets bigger you're going to start catching the bigger fish, bigger industry. You yeah, know, yeah. I, I think, I think, um, with that, with that outlook at it, mm-hmm. we have to keep doing what we're doing here, just yeah. like other small towns have too. Yeah, and, 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 and I've talked to other people us, yeah. from other small towns, and, and they've just been, you know, how do I get this started? How how can I, how can I do this? And it's to me, how would you answer that question? I mean, it's honestly. Get the word. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, you can't, as a citizen, and, and I mean, I know technically I'm a, we're, I mean, we're public officials now right. in, in the huge metropolis of Point Pleasant, yeah. but, yeah. but you, you just got to get the word. I mean, it starts with the citizens because no matter what, you, and I think we're, we've, we're learning this, especially throughout this year, right. in the past, maybe two years, yeah. even before COVID and stuff, but like, you can't just depend on public officials no. to make change. Nope. As nice as that would be. And, and kind of what we were brought up thinking yeah. until we had our eyes open by like, well, not not much has changed exactly. since I was twelve. Yeah, um, and you just have to do it yourself. Well, the biggest, and, and, and and in that process, you inspire other people. You do, you do, to, and, to, and it's to a domino kind of effect. jump on board. And, yes, and, and, then and they'll, they'll start throwing their ideas out, and they'll start yeah, chasing yeah. their ideas. I think as we've gone to do this, uh, <laughs> get to the point, and, and the small town stuff. Yeah. So many people want to reach out now, and I know you'll agree. So many people want to reach out now and be like, hey, you guys could sh- should consider doing this. Yeah. You guys should consider you, doing you this. Guys, yeah, and just, my response kind of like to them exactly, every single time yeah. is do it. Yeah. It, it's funny because this relates back to even what Larry and Candace were talking about. Like, uh, someone should do this. Someone should do that. And yeah. Like, like, it should be you. Yeah. If it's you your idea, it. run with yeah, it. Yeah, you man. do it. Yeah. No, you know, no, no, I, no I would hate. Is. I would hate to give somebody an idea. You know, that, that's like having two inventors sitting right here, and, you know, let's yeah. say me and you are inventing things. I'm like, hey, man, you should invent this, and you invent it, you make billions off of it, 
Like, yeah. it, I'm, I'm going to sit here like, oh, man, I should have done that. Yeah, like, I mean, and not even so much even from a monetary no, standpoint. but, but you I understand what yeah, I'm saying. I'm just like, I mean, but I know we're a little bit more driven in, in that regard. But, like, just, just the idea of knowing that, like, we were involved in something that had a positive impact mm-hmm. on our community. Yeah. Which is a reason that we wanted to stay in a small town anyways yeah. and not move to a place that we didn't have to work for. Right. It's yeah. gonna, at, the, at the end of my life, like it's going to be yeah. more fulfilling knowing that we, I at least uh, gave it the good old college try. Yeah, here. we took it on as a challenge, and and uh, you know I remember sitting down and talking to you at times, and it's just challenge accepted. You know, yeah, let's, let's yeah. tackle it. And excuse me, then it kind of went into well, let's run for office and kind of take some of these ideas to the next level. And, yeah, and, yeah, for and sure. Do some things like that, and and that's where we're at now. Yeah, um, but you know. So many people want to sit and say, "If you want change, you got to vote," yeah, which, which is yes. true. I do agree with that wholeheartedly. Don't don't get me wrong here to our listeners. Yeah, I, like I one hundred percent agree with that statement. But there's always but. <laughs> Sometimes you have to go out and handle things on your own that elected officials aren't going yeah. to do the dirty yeah, work because, like, to do. Oh, for sure. I mean, j- just. Because I, I can see this from both aspects. Yeah. Okay, so on a local level, someone runs for city council. Not every person that's going to run for city council wants to be civically involved to the to the point that they're volunteering the rest of their time. Exactly. To put on events, to yes. fundraise, to really get their hands dirty. Yes. Not everybody. Some, right. yes. Um, but you can't count on that. No. I mean, they can be great people. They can, yeah. they can work on great policy. Yeah. But you can't, you can't expect that. Or you shouldn't expect that. You can expect them to you approve them things to. if they ran on a progressive ticket. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can expect them to okay things that, that you're throwing at but, city council. Yeah, but, but when push comes to shove, it's You the, can't expect them to be out there doing no, the legwork of, no, of, it's, of it's things. The peop- it's the citizens yeah. that, that really end up making the difference. Not not the six, eight people that no. sit in a meeting once a month. No, and it's not for a political agenda. I think that's no, when you really no, start no. to... I think that's when you really start to... Um, hit the light at the end of the tunnel is whenever you have your community come together to help you with something and they're not in it for politics. Yeah. You know, there are so many times that I see people that run for politics that, that maybe showed up for, you know, let's just say, for example, the bikes and barbecue thing that, that yeah, we've yeah. done. Uh, people want to people want to throw pictures of themselves working at this bikes and barbecue and, and, and all this really stuff. they didn't really do anything. And the they prep. just showed up. Yeah. And they just showed up for a, for a photo op. Like, yeah. to me, that's just... To me, it's it's it was insulting. It is, um, but you know what? You'll have that. You people, will. People know. Yeah. People know. Yeah. Um, it and it's it, the most beautiful thing over the past five years is we came up knowing that. I mean, everybody knows small towns are political. Yeah. In local politics, like oh, so and so has all the power and money. This and that. This and that. And this decision is based on this, and this decision is based right. on that. And this is why we don't have anything. But. I truly feel in the past four years, just with being seeing more people be involved, whether they be uh, small business owners, mm-hmm. just straight up volunteers, yep. or people in local office, I've seen that trend in the completely opposite direction. Yeah, I mean, we're 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 seeing things done that would be considered progressive here, and it's being backed by people who used to say, "Oh, they're they're, they're not they're, they block everything." Yeah, and you know what I'm saying? Like yep. so. That that wall has been ripped down here, yeah, and that's just been simply by folks with jumping buy-in. in, yeah, getting with involved, buy-in. and then when, when when people get involved, like people that 
quote unquote have the power and the money in a small town, they're gonna, I get, lack of a better term, buy in. Yeah, and they're gonna push for that too. Yeah, you know what I mean. They will. I mean, we're not talking like well, that's it's what a beautiful we've seen here. It's a beautiful life here right. when the one old man owns all the power. Yeah, and, <laughs> yeah, in, in a small town and yep. uh, and, and whatnot. Like this, this, this is like you're you're doing better for your community. I agree. And, and that pays off. I agree. And. You know, to kind of go back to when you were talking about, like, the small businesses are kind of the bait, yet they are bait for locals. Yeah. But I feel like um, much too often, especially in small towns that are lacking, like, sustainable jobs, they see, they they get tunnel vision where they're only looking for that big fish, that one big industry, that one plant to come in and provide 500 to 1,000 jobs or something like that. Whereas, in today's economy, in our region of Appalachia, in particular, yeah, um, that's not coming. Yeah, we've seen it at least here happen. Yep, since I've been involved in local politics, at least four times. Yeah. there's supposed to be this big industry coming in, and it never comes to fruition. Nope. And guess who? That investment of time and effort goes into that, and nothing comes of it. But guess what? Never gets that investment. Small business, right? If and I'm I, and I think we're starting to see that kind of coming to of this is yeah. If we invest in small business from a local government standpoint or from uh, a development authority standpoint, and we can foster that and let that grow, like some of these industries, they want to see a community that's flourishing in right. that regard yeah. before they decide to invest millions of dollars in it. Right. Because it, number one, why would a why would an industry want to set up shop here if they're not going to be able to get a workforce or get a workforce to move here? Exactly. Day? Yeah. Well, and that's because what I'm the, the, like the local area doesn't have anything to offer. Right. And I, I think and I we're, think we're growing in that manner yeah. here. And I think that's what what I was getting at with the with the bait growing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I think you. It's kind of like you're building your community a resume. Exactly. This exactly. is why you need to come here. This is why yeah. uh, we we need you here. This this is. We don't need you. To me, yeah, it's yeah. like we don't need you. It'd be great to have you. Yeah, it'd be nice yeah. to have you. We don't need you. Like we're flourishing without you. If you want yeah. to come here and be a part of this, then yeah. by yeah. all means, show up and, and be a part of it. Exactly. But um, you know, this is why you should come here. Mm-hmm. Um, like, we, like our area has this and this and this and this. And I mean, if if you don't, if you don't choose this, well, so you're, you're missing out. Yeah, somebody else will. Yeah, like start playing hardball, play business back, man. Yeah, and stop. Investing your efforts into, I, I just get irritated that small business isn't a priority. Right. I mean, people say that it is, but guess who those people are? Yeah. The citizens. I know. Those are the ones who invest. Yep. But when it comes, when push comes to shove, like we need the backing. Small business needs the backing of local development authorities and yeah. everything to get stuff started. More up. than just the citizens. Because yeah. More, yeah. It, it's been you know to me. Selling citizens on local business is easy. Oh, one hundred percent. Because something, especially in a community like we have, and yeah. I, I don't want to say owning a small business is easy. I don't want my words to get twisted no, no, here. No, no. I want it to be known like we have a great buy-in here. Mm-hmm. Our our community is sold on you already. Yeah. You know when you when you show up, you're gonna have the naysayers that are gonna say ah they're yeah. not gonna do well or something like that, and that's always gonna be there. But, but the majority, yeah, they're gonna show up day one and they're gonna support you yeah. no matter no matter who you are. Yeah, like, oh, you're opening up a baking shop? Yeah. 
Honey, they're opening up a bacon shop. I'll take a bacon sandwich tomorrow. Yeah. What the hell's a bacon shop? I don't know, but we're going. Because it's on Main Street. Exactly. (laughs) And and that's what's been great about... And I think a lot of small towns have that. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. I think what we live in... We're not on an island by any means. I think a lot of people experience this. And I hope we have some listeners out there that that are kind of in between where they want to be in terms of their, their town. I guess... The biggest thing you can do is is not be scared to take risks. Yeah. You know, step out of the 100%. step out of your comfort zone. Yeah. Uh, and, and man, I, I listen to inspirational speakers every week. Uh, one of my favorite, his name's Icky Johnson. Mm-hmm. Um, he always talks about the the process being more important than the product. Yeah. And what he means by that is the process that you've gone through um, from start to finish. What you learn throughout that process and the experiences that you've gained, the the connections that you've gained, mm-hmm. um, things like that are way more important than your final product yeah. of what you have, which makes total sense. You know, 100%. the lessons that you've learned and the people that you meet and, and the boundaries that you push and everything of that sort, I think at the end of the day is, is a lot more important than the overall product of of getting just one industry. I, I just think of Point Pleasant and this Inky Johnson idea of like, this, this is our, we are living the process right now in terms yeah. of the small, small town. Yeah. Like I think we're, right we're now, in the middle of it. We're, not, yeah. we're not where we need to be, right. where we want to be. Right. But. And I think, I think with this whole process is, this is the process that we're undergoing. You know, we have small business blown up left and right. People support Even it left through, and right. Yeah, through a pandemic. This is our process, man. Mm-hmm. And, and and this process is starting to unfold in, in front of our eyes, and, and we're living it, and it's been great. Uh, and, you know, once we finish the climb of this mountain of, of getting, you know, if an industry comes in, great. Um, well, with, with jobs and things like that. But this is just all part of our, this stretched out yeah. process of, getting better yeah you know and i think we have yeah for sure and and, and you know like a community that has really done well with this type of mentality actually is really close to us but um there's a nonprofit called the downtown revitalization project which Mm -hmm. is actually in gallia county ohio more more obviously focused in galpolis which is the county seat um but it's literally just a group it's a nonprofit, but it's comprised of a group of just just Community members, small business owners that just reinvest back into the community to yeah. help open up and foster the small business ecosystem. Yeah, and I mean they've done a phenomenal job. I mean, oh, they, I agree. They, they host great events like the Hoops Project, which brings in like oh my goodness, what, fifteen twenty thousand yeah. dollars. I'm I'm guessing, but it's it's right. that astronomical yeah. for a small town. Yeah. For a one day, two day. What do you think of the people that are down there too? Yeah, yeah. Well, in just one oh day, that brings in what probably. Huh. Two to three thousand people. No, that's more than that. Yeah, I'd say it's more than two to three thousand. Yeah. I, I don't know. But throughout the day, you think you know these people are coming down there, yeah, and, and it just and they're continues. eating there, they're shopping there, they're, yeah. yeah. And, and that's just one event. I mean, River Rat Festival is a part of that. Oh my and goodness! Like, one, like when they host those every other year or something like that. I mean, it brings in number one great talent. Yeah. Tyler Childers came to town. Yeah, that was a great show. Camp. camp. Yeah, <laughs> that's where we fell in love with camp. Oh my gosh, that's when I um, turned to a fanboy camp. Yeah. Uh, but no, I mean, and just just off the top of my head, and just kind of looking at their website, the the projects that they have going, other than their events and the small businesses they've helped open, um, a railroad freight station museum, um, Charm Boutique, Zach and Scotty's, the Potted Edge, Lucky Cat Design, the Road Crusade, 
Osmosis Marketing Solutions, Sprinkle and Pop, Boardroom 46, French City, Academy Daycare, Guy Fitness Company, The Colony Club, River City Leather. They've been involved. I mean, there's a, 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 the list keeps going. Yeah. And these are just small businesses that they help foster and support monetarily to get them up and running. Yep. And, and, and then those small businesses reinvest back into the DRP, yep. Downtown Revitalization Project. And it just, it's a continuous cycle yep. Keeps spinning, of yeah. growth. And I mean, that's something that I've been envious of. Yeah. The, the, but they had the right climate to, to start they that do. up in, in terms of investors. And I mean, good on them. So if if you're in a small town really wanting to get something started, the Downtown Revitalization Project in Galapolis, Ohio. Galapolis, Ohio, excuse me. Mm. Um, Galapolis. Yeah. Um, it's made of tomato. <laughs> yeah. Um, definitely check those guys out because they have it going on. Yeah. And they're not scared to re- you know to get you know to reach back and say hey this nah. is this is what we did and yeah. and you know and guys I think um, collaboration is key mm-hmm. I think obviously you take the risk and you go out there and you get a it, it has to be um, I think you have to surround yourself with the right people mm-hmm. uh, in terms of chasing these changes. I think you need to surround yourself. And what I mean in terms of the right people, I don't mean yeah. go find a bunch of rich people and surround yourself with them and no, get no, something. No, no. I mean people that are doers. Yeah. You know, there are so many people in a community that want to sit and say, hey, this would be great, this would be wonderful. But at the end of the day, they don't want to do it. Yeah. I think surrounding yourself with doers. Um, you're going to be more successful. You're going to be a lot more successful. The people that don't have the money to invest are way more excited to invest their time. Yeah. Because they just want to see great things happen. Exactly. Because they're not they're not making payments to make greatness happen. They're 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 making they're taking their they're they're paying in time. Yeah, they're not effort. looking for a return on investment. Right. They're 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 working with their they're paying with their time and effort to make something happen. On the community. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's just what we had found uh, when we did get to the point. It was just a group of doers and 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 that, that's just what we did. Yeah, uh, we made it happen, and and I know there are a bunch of doers in small town Appalachia that can do the 100%. same thing. I would I mean, love to see in, in, in places that you wouldn't expect. I mean, just from a West Virginia standpoint, I mean, some of the most I don't want not just poverty stricken places, but um, places that have had the biggest struggle, uh, like like Williamson, West Virginia. Like they've got a lot going on down there. They've got people fighting the good fight. Um, people in Welch, they're doing the best they can there, and, and these are in like, like this is coal country where obviously this industry from an economic standpoint, struggling. Is just, they're struggling. I mean, not existing at times. Coal's not coming back. I'm not saying I'm like anti, whatever, but like let's be real. We're realists here. Look, look at the market. Yeah. I mean, it, it's 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 shifting. Yeah. North Central West Virginia is doing a hell of a lot better than Southern West Virginia. You're right, and that right now is because they have natural gas. So Southern West Virginia has been having to rethink their local economy, and those areas are like they're fighting a hell of a fight. They are. I um, mean, and they're investing in things that, like, thirty, forty years ago, you're just like, well, that's a waste of money. Yeah. Like they're investing in like ATV trails yeah. and more of a service economy at this point yeah. and just showing off the beauty of southern West Virginia versus hey we got this black rock from the ground let's let's sell this shit out which is what we're known for don't yeah. get me wrong like it, it's a wonderful history it built America yeah but folks are fighting that fight and and guess what it's not necessarily politicians or local leaders no. it's it's people yeah 
is people invest in their community. They they believe in what's there, and yeah. when it comes down to it, it takes a normal dude or gal yeah. to get stuff done. You think of who we are. Yeah, you well, know, I mean, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> we're nobody. You know, I in terms of the nobody, grand yeah. scheme of of. We're we're just guys that just wanted to see a difference be made, and yeah. and here we are. Yeah, uh, we're not Rockefellers, we're not no. Capitos, no, and <laughs> we're not mansions. Exactly, we're just. I think, of course, voting's important. You know, like I had said at the beginning of the segment, like, but sometimes you just have to step out of the comfort zone there. Yeah, and yeah. I've said it a million times. Just forget comfort. You know, it's easy Nothing to sit gets there. Done in comfort. That's a lesson for. And, and and another thing I wanted to hit on was, you know, you had talked with with uh, about the the Buckhannon project. Um, create Buckhannon. Yeah, I think, you know, we we did a community conversation. Yeah. And you know, for anybody out there that's that's kind of on the edge of, you know, should I do this? Should I not? You definitely should. Mm-hmm. But I think one thing that you need to look out for in terms of a community conversation is sometimes these things um if they're not ran the right way and I don't I don't mean to say Moder- ran the right yeah moderated. moderated uh they can just turn into a bitch fest they can become toxic they definitely can well it can go one or two ways it becomes toxic of people just of just bitching or, or two a bunch of unpro- ideas are thrown yeah, out yeah a bunch of ideas that no, none of these people that are throwing out yep. ideas want expect to you on. to do yeah they yeah. want you who like had the idea of this community conversation to take and run yeah which can that sometimes happen? Yeah, but more right. than likely, like, I mean, you're... No. Yeah. No. It's It, it should be a, a way to, like, oh, you had that idea. I feel like people should be accountable for running with yeah. that idea. And and don't don't expect greatness to happen right off the rip. Yeah. You know, I, no, think, no, of a, I think of a fellow city council member that was with us, you know, one of my great friends, Nathan yeah. Wedge. You know, he, he took it upon himself to create a uh, food truck... Um, kind of like he started out wanting to be a festival. Yeah, just, food truck festival, event, and then we'll call yeah. it an event. And weather had a play to it. Uh, people backed out. Yeah, and it just it just kind of. Uh, but the thing is, it, it kind of fell. It didn't fall through because it still happened. Yeah, but the truck or trucks that showed up that day, <laughs> they made, made a killing. They made bank. You know, like the, the people the people that didn't show up or backed out just because they. But here's didn't what buy I look in. at. Here, here's what I look Missed at with, with with Nathan and what he did. Like yeah. I applaud Nathan and what he did because 100. He took a step out of his comfort zone to make something happen. Not a yes, he's a city councilman with us, but he he wanted to make something happen to give somebody an opportunity, and that's exactly <laughs> what he did. Was he gave one truck, the one that decided to show mm-hmm. up, that didn't back out, that didn't screw him over. Showed up, made it happen. Yeah. They made a killing that day. Sold out. Yeah. And and did what they like more well, than what they wanted. Well before the hours that they were agreed yep. upon. So and and you can't look at that as a loss. That is a gain. No, that, that's you know what I mean? That, some that's, people that's building blocks. Right. And some people may look at that and be like, ah oh, shit, like I had all these people back out on me, you know, yeah. I I hate that. Like it's not really a festival yeah. anymore. But guess what? You Screw keep that, that you keep that positive yeah. attitude, not the like well, shit! All the naysayers. Guess I won't do this ever. Yeah, yeah. You helped a small business owner grow even more than what they expected. Yeah. So to me, that that's what matters. One hundred percent. You're gonna have small losses, mm-hmm. but you have to take those losses and turn them into wins. You know what I mean? Yeah. For sure. For sure. And it. <laughs> 
man, I could talk about this for hours. Yeah, we could. And, and not so much bitch and complain, but just like try to convince people otherwise. Well, and if there's if it's there's anybody out there that wants to go about this, and here's my thing: if any if there's anybody out there. Even in terms of our listeners, even if it's from here in Point Pleasant, West Virginia, or or New Haven, or Mason, or wherever you may be, feel free to reach out to Gabe and I. I don't care. Yeah. Uh, what's Appalachian at gmail.com. Yeah. Send us a message on Facebook. We've had a few people send us messages on Facebook mm-hmm. uh, just about you know our beliefs and, and wanted to dig a little deeper and have a little bit more conversation with us about this stuff. Uh, look us up on Facebook, What's Appalachian? And like I said, send yeah. us an email at whatshappalachian uh, at gmail dot com. Yeah. You know, I'm old, I, I check it daily. Um, I, I've had great conversation with a couple people um, through email. For sure, for sure. Um, I mean, yeah, we're not really a political podcast, but no, like we'll talk some like local political. Yeah, shit. Just, I, like, I want to kind of I, I want to I mean, help people, man. Like dynamics are different in each small town. They are, and I'm interested and, and to see what these that. dynamics are. Me too, because that might help us. Here. Yeah. But overall, like, like I—that's where my heart is in terms of politics. Yeah. Like, federal. That. No, that's, that's a drop in the in bucket. In Appalachia, man. how much is the federal government want to help us? None. I mean, if you live in West Virginia, they can help you shit. No. <laughs> no, you're right. So, so I mean, we can we can dig into some deep stuff. Yeah. We're happy to. If if you guys are interested and we wanted 2021, like we dig into some deep stuff yeah. with, with local politics and how to get some grassroots stuff we can on, meet like, with you zoom whatever if you yeah, need our yeah. input and 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 we can we can connect you with some great people that have done some definitely phenomenal things whether like, it's I'm, rebranding or you know <laughs> rebranding your city or town yeah. or whatever we've inspiring people to up to this get point going. yeah and, and i'm not sitting here tooting mine and gabe's horn i just think no, 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 no. what we've done as a group, yeah, uh, aside and not from just Gabe us and I, two, yeah, no, that's I mean, what I'm saying. It's not even you and I. I'm just saying, you know, we've it's to the point to where um, our city just works so hard. We developed, we rebranded our town. Yeah, um, literally, we with have the help, new, with the help of WU and AEP. Yeah, yeah. we we rebranded rebranded our entire town, and mm-hmm. that's helped us a lot mm-hmm. um, in terms of social media, in terms of things like that, guys. It, my biggest thing is don't be scared. Um, be willing to take risks. And you have two guys sitting right here talking to you now. That, that mm-hmm. if you have, if you want to reach out to us, feel free. I'm always down to to discuss um, small town, small town gain, small town politics, small town growth. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like I enjoy it. If I had a hobby, I'd say that's what it is. Has it not been fun? I mean, though? It's, oh, heck yeah, it's dude. Been fun. The people that we've met and the things that we've done, like. It's been a blast. It's connected me to so many phenomenal people. Yeah, and we'll meet those people even outside. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even outside of Point Pleasant, like the the folks that I've met along the way, and that's trying to learn from. But I think it goes back to that whole message that I talked about before: is the process and the product. Man, this process has done so much for us. Uh, It's been huge. Um, But like I said, guys, anything you guys need. at what's you know what's Appalachian at gmail dot com. Hit us up. I don't care to talk. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can Zoom meet. Whatever. Um, yeah. We'll I, go from there. Facebook. We're there too. What's Appalachian on Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter, things like that. We're there. Um, for sure. For sure. And, and if not, I I feel confident in saying like we can get you connected with someone that might be able to help you more so than us. Yeah. I mean, I, through try this West Virginia 
through West Virginia can't wait. Yeah. Um, and then making connections in other states as well. Like, exactly. Yeah, I, it doesn't just have to be West Virginia. No, no, no. By by any means. I, I mean, mean it, other states are might be more might be postured be a little bit more, more so. Yeah. To to, to be more successful. Yeah. Successful, but I mean. But at the end of the day, it's it, small town America. When you learn from people that struggle the hardest, you're going to take a lot more from that. Yeah, and you will. There's very few states that have fought more of a hell of a fight than some of the folks in, in the state of West Virginia. You're right. And, yes, sir. And if, if there's an Appalachian value to take from this is every single one of them will give give you the shirt off their back. Damn right. So, Damn right. But, man, I I feel like we could talk about this for... Oh, we could, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> for, for I mean, we have 60 <laughs> beers. Yeah, we do have 60 beers. So <laughs> This is literally the stuff that Cody and I talk about when Literally we're not on the mic, yeah, we're, not on the mic. <laughs> we're probably get done with this and continue to talk about the same shit that we're talking about now. Yeah, and be like, oh, oh shit, you'd be cool if we had the ability to start the dawn problem. Yeah, 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 exactly. And, 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 and then you hear this, yeah, and then the conversation goes on for another 30, 40, yeah. So you just crack minutes. your beer, Gabe, yeah. before you take that drink. Huh? What are you drinking to tonight? What I'm drinking to, my man, I am drinking to the fact that it is now. 2021. Okay. I'm going to put some applause in here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and some, like, like arm pumps. Mm-hmm. But, but anyways, I mean, 2020 has been a dumpster fire. It has been. Year. I mean, not... Uh, it's been just completely, like, a shit up. show. It's been a shit I know. show. Yeah. Everything I mean, that has been the norm. Everything that's been the norm has been thrown out the window. Yeah. But with that, some good stuff has came out of it. Um, however, um, I I look forward to what the good things that came out of 2020 build upon in 2021. Wh- whether that be race relations, yeah. whether that be economic stuff, whether that be politics. I mean, on a more personal level, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping everybody's had at least one or two things that have went positive for them in 2020, yeah. and they're able to build upon that yeah. in 2021, because yeah. you know what, I want to, a year from now, I want to turn around and look back at 2020 through two deuces, yeah, and just be like, yeah, you suck it. Yeah. <laughs> Still have a middle finger to it. Some WWF, suck yeah. it. <laughs> or we can do we can do some Stone Cold Steve Austin just throw a middle finger to it and chug a beer chug a beer <laughs> yeah I don't drink Budweiser though unless it's there in the fridge yeah and I'll drink it I understand so what about you Cody what are you drinking to man did you know dude I'm hyped to mention this like I'm so I'm grinning from ear to ear right now did you know the New River Gorge oh yes has now become a national yes a national game not yes, state national, national yes. a national park yeah I know that's long, what I'm drinking to I'm beer chugging that uh, I know long overdue let's see it I need to get beer first <laughs> no this is this is long overdue I mean this is one of the most beautiful and recognized parts of our state literally in the early 2000s when they started putting state stuff on the back of quarters the New River Gorge Bridge was literally on the back of our quarter for the state of West Virginia, and 20 years later, we're in, that area is now a national park. We're here. <laughs> a, a lot of recreation: whitewater rafting, canoeing, um, mountain biking, hiking, camping, 
Uh, I mean, bridge day. The, the bridge day. Like you jump people, off the f- people come across the United States to jump off our bridge. <laughs> Can we delete, delete that, that out? Delete me out. <laughs> you just jump off a bridge. Jump off a bridge. And, and sorry, I got too excited. <laughs> two thousand twenty. Thanks for signing the bill. Yeah. A guy, guy, whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you know what? I, I want our listeners to do this. As we close out this episode, because we're we're shutting her down fairly soon, yeah. I want our listeners to shoot us an email. Please. Shoot us a Facebook message. Please. What went right for you in 2020? Yeah. You know, so many people want to sit and talk about the negative of 2020, and, and it, it sucked. Don't get me wrong. It sucked. Yeah. But I will tell you, I spent more time with my newborn daughter this past year than I ever expected to. You know what I mean? There are small yeah. wins. There is a silver lining. That you can take. From COVID, from 2020, uh, what went right for you in 2020? Did you land? A, did you land a job? Yeah. Did you kick addiction? Did you? You know, there are so many people that just live so many different lives compared to us. That yeah. You know, we sit here as you know people that that have a daily job, yeah. that have a daily routine. I'm privileged as hell. Yeah, no, I yeah, am yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, like, what did you go say, through in yeah. 2020 that was positive? You know, let's not be negative and sit here and focus on the shit part of 2020. Like, I I get it. It sucked. But, like... We want to hear the good. I want to hear the good. Make make the news positive. What happened that was positive in 2020? Did you... It's like I said. Did you kick addiction? Did you go get help? Did you seek out a therapist and get help (laughs) with mental health? Did you... Exactly. You know, what did you do in 2020 that made a change in your life? You know, to me. Shoot us an email. Shoot us a... We'll throw it out there on Facebook as a Facebook post eventually, sure, I'm sure. But, sure. like, what went right for you in 2020? Let's not make this a Debbie Downer wah, wah, wah no, 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 no. scenario. We're, we're taking all those positives. The, yeah, the let's carry it on took, over. We take 2021 and we make we make 2021 our bitch. Yeah. Hell no, yeah. I don't want to talk about 2021. Yeah. Like I'm just kidding. 2021, we yeah. want you to be a great year. But. No, but, like, my thing is, what, what went right for you? Yeah. Uh, you know, there were quite a few things that went right for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can sit here and talk about negative shit all night. But at the end of the day, negativity only, it only <laughs> seeks out. It breeds more negativity. It does. It like, does. Nothing positive comes from negativity. It does. Uh, I think, I think you know, being miserable and things like that, it only seeks out, you know, partnership there. I think it only yeah. looks for more people to, yeah. to be negative. So. Yeah. And, and you know what? We're positive people. We are. Will, will we? Will, does some stuff grind our beard? Hell yeah. Yeah. We talk but, about it for a short stint. Yeah, but you know. But what? then we're on, and we finish it with we, drink we of that. from that. Yeah. Yeah, man. So. But guys, we appreciate it. We really would appreciate if uh, if you enjoyed tonight's episode or our previous episodes. Make sure you subscribe. Definitely. Regardless of what uh, platform you use, leave us a review. We want to hear it. If we're doing a shitty job. Tell us. Hell, maybe we yeah. can correct it. I'll and then you come damn. back next week and listen. And if we didn't make the corrections, tell us again. Yeah. Or shoot us a message. <laughs> um, and, and share it with your friends. If you got anybody you think might might enjoy some What's Happened Last Night, because I know we're, we're, we're hoping to grow way further out our region here in, in our corner of Appalachia and, and reach out to some more folks yeah. and yeah. drink a few more cold ones. But, uh, man. Uh, I quit drinking. Oh. First, like, yeah, five seconds. Yep. <laughs> But guys, we appreciate you. Bless you all. Yeah, thank you guys. Thank you all. And we'll see you all next week because we got something really fun. I'm excited out. for next week. Yeah. So if anything, tune in next week, guys. We got a hell of a guest coming on. 
And I, I think I'm going to finish out this because I'm going to go Yeah, go for it, man. Where'd you get that from? Don't tell them because you'll know next week. <sighs> On What's Appalachian. This is Cody Greathouse signing off alongside my co-host, Gabe Roush. Thank you, guys. Cheers. <laughs>